You y'all know what it is, Truth Nation. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. The best way to start your day. Cutting through the noise and bringing you the real stories behind the headlines. Talk to someone about how you feel. Do not internalize it. Do not consume it. You deserve to be heard. It's time to wake up with Milwaukee's favorite morning show. It's not just we canceled it, it's over, it's a done deal. Shouldn't be that way. That program still should proceed no matter how a few may go. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Tell him, where are all the watch for him? Where the hey. brothers gonna be? Hey. <laughs> I just wanted to see what she was gonna do. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Here are your hosts, the effective communication coach, Denise Thomas, and two-time Emmy Award winner, Telly Hughes. morning, Denise, on this hump day. How are you this morning? I'm great. No complaints. <laughs> it's, it's Wednesday, April 26, 2023. What, I mean, we, what else can we talk about other than first? <laughs> and most importantly, you are tuned in to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Coming to you live from the American Family Insurance Studio inside the avenue in the heart of downtown milwaukee hoping wishing that you are having a great week we've got some realities that we're going to talk about that i'm sure may be dampering our week but telly i don't i don't want to spend too much time on this because we've experienced some significant losses as milwaukeeans and as black folks (laughs) number one as we reported yesterday aaron Rodgers is leaving Green Bay Packers. He's going to the New York Jets. Mm -hmm. Today is game five of the first round playoff series between the Bucks and the Heat. We literally went from being the number one seed in the Eastern Conference, the number one team regarded as the best team in the NBA this season, to now with to now having the pressure of having to win three games in a row in order to move on to the next round of the NBA playoffs. Telly, I can't take too much more bad news. And then we (laughs) lost a legend yesterday. Harry Belafonte died yesterday in his New York home with his wife by his side of congestive heart failure. He was 96 years old. So there's a lot of, of loss that we're experiencing. Telly, how are you feeling about all this? I, I'm not as doom and gloom, Denise, because if you still got a chance to play, your season is still alive, meaning ah. the Bucks just got to win one game, and that's the way that they have to approach it. They can't say, I got to win three in a row. I mean, we know the reality of the situation, but you can't win all three tonight. You got to take one at a time, win one, and move on. As for the Aaron Rodgers thing, it really hasn't been that much of a loss this week for me because he told us 109 days ago 
that he was going to play for the Jets. It just became official. And he released this statement, this heartfelt statement saying that Green Bay will always be in my heart. I will I will see you again, Packer fans. And, and you know, it was nice. And it almost seems like, okay, let's just – it's over. We know it's a reality now. Let's just try to smooth it out and make it as good as possible because there you are so like many contentious moments. But you sound like a coach, Taylor. Well, I, I'm just saying. A good coach. I, but, well, to say the thing, I I, like, I let's say not Denise, focus on three games. Let's focus on I love it. Uh, yeah, no, no I mean because I it. it's 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 straight up. It's real. I mean because it ain't gonna be a second game if you don't win tonight. <laughs> That's just well, the reality of it. <laughs> I, I think for the sake of just. Again, we can't control either way. We hope for the best. We hope the Bucks win tonight live at the Pfizer Forum. Listen, if you even even if you're not a basketball fan, if you live in Milwaukee and you're a Milwaukeean, please just get complete with how you're going to support tonight <laughs> because we have come way too far. Need it. Way need too it. Far. Need it. We need all the good synergy. We need all the fans to show up. Now, as mentioned, Harry Belafonte, the civil rights and entertainment giant, who began as a groundbreaking actor and singer, became an activist. And, and that's truly how I was benef- impacted and benefited from Harry Belafonte. He became an activist, a humanitarian and was, guard, was regarded as one of the consciences, the good consciences of the world. Again, he died on Tuesday, so yesterday of congested heart failure. However, you know, here's the thing, Telly. He was 96 years old, so he almost lived to be a century. And as, as human beings, anytime there is a death, especially when it's one of our heroes or heroines, there's a sense of loss. However... When I just look at his legacy, everything that he contributed to society, to our community, both as an advocate and as an entertainer, it, I, can, I can look at this and say, well done. Thank you, Mr. Belafonte. Thank you for your contributions. Well done. And, and I think, Telly, it reminds me, and I hope that it reminds you and other existing or current day black leaders, community leaders, that when it does come for us to leave this earth, who did we reach? Who did we influence? Who did we inspire? Who did we reach back out to and bring with us? What type of role models were we when young black men and young black girls or young black boys and young black girls look at Telly Hughes and look at Ben Jamin and looking at Denise Thomas, what's our legacy? Yeah. What are they going to say about you? And I know I have faced this immortality several times in my life with the loss of uh, several family members. And you really start to think about it. Like when you leave here, what are people going to say about you? And if you ever get a chance, just look at some of the things that, uh, um, Harry Belafonte was Belafonte was able to do because 
Yes, Denise just said he was an activist, but what did that mean? Like, if you truly go back and look at some of the things he was doing, even during the Civil Rights Movement, he was the main black actor who tried to galvanize Hollywood, black Hollywood. He wanted to get all the black actors to get on board with the Civil Rights Movement and he was the main one to do that because you had these black entertainers and they were far and few between the 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 super famous ones and uh, you know at that time but he was one of them and he was willing to stick his neck out on the line where it would have been the easy thing for him to do to say hey I'm an actor I'm not a politician I'm not an activist I'm in Hollywood I'm doing what I was uh, destined to do I wasn't destined to be a civil rights uh, or, or or an activist at any point, but I mean, but it's just that's just one of the many things that he was able to do, and, and that was galvanize the black actors community to get behind Martin Luther King and get behind different social activists when they would come to the West Coast and march for civil rights. And as he became older, <laughs> he became more Uncle Harry because my understanding, and I love this, is he set high standards for the incoming black leaders, black celebrities. It's, it's said that he even had some words with Jay-Z and Beyonce for failing to meet their social responsibilities. So I don't know if that's what maybe was part of what triggered or inspired Jay-Z and Beyonce to be more, you know, out there with regards to their philanthropic efforts. He was a mentor to Usher, Common, Danny Glover. I mean, these are all people, obviously, that through their celebrity, they've used their celebrity platform to pour back into the community. What I also found interesting, Telly, was his good friend, who we all know, civil rights leader Andrew Young, shared a story that again, as he became older, he became more candid when engaging with the Southern segregationists, liberals, the billionaire Cook brothers, and even check this out, Telly, President Barack Obama. And it was Andrew Young said that President Barack Obama, during a conversation, a sit down conversation with Harry Belafonte, said, Hey, man, cut me some slack. Harry Belafonte was getting in Barack's you-know-what during that first term. And Andrew Young reported that Harry Belafonte responded to President Obama with, what makes you think that's not what I've been doing? Wow. So Harry Belafonte obviously was someone who believed in the power of activism and philanthropy. And he also was someone who was going to hold us, his people, accountable. And, and you know, I just I, no, I was just going to say, Denise, when you have done all the things that he he's done, you right. can hold somebody else accountable because you know, <laughs> like your celebrity is not bigger than your ethnic your responsibility to your race and your ethnicity. So I completely agree. Yes, and so completely. yeah, so when. He talked, you better listen, because, uh, like, he was Jay-Z before Jay-Z, all right? So don't think you. you are bigger than, <laughs> than the cause.
And he was always so visible up until recently. I I distinctively remember seeing Harry Belafonte participating in protests, marches, benefit concerts. You know, starting back in his earlier days, he worked very closely with Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And at times represented Dr. King when, of course, he had to be somewhere at the same time of having to be somewhere else. Harry Belafonte stepped in. So he had a strong relationship with both politicians, colleagues, and a lot of people financially contributed to the civil rights movement back in the late 50s, early 60s because of the influence from Harry Belafonte. So again, when I look at someone who was fortunate to have a life of longevity, i.e. Harry Belafonte living to be 96 years old, and then when you look in the words of Reverend Al Sharpton, when you look at the dash, because you know on the tombstone it, it lists the year that you were born, the dash, and the year that you passed on. And I, I went to a conference many years ago, and Reverend Al Sharpton was the keynote speaker. And when he said this, it had such a profound impact on how I wanted to continue living my life. And he said, what is your dash? What will be your dash? We can't control when we're born. We can't control when we die, but we can control that dash. What does that look and feel like? In Truth Nation, our talking text line is 833-212-1017. We have so many texts coming in. Madee says, Belafonte had a beautiful life. My uncle is 97, still driving, staying active and celebrating. Let no one take your joy and peace. Love it, Madee. Thank you for sharing that. Craig says, yes. Uh, Craig says his daughter, Sherry Belafonte. Woo, he says, crazy, talented and gorgeous. Uh, condolences go out to the entire Belafonte family. And yes, Sherry Belafonte, she was a celebrity model. I remember growing up looking at Ebony and Jet, and she'd be in the co- on the cover in the magazine several times. So again, we want to express our condolences and also express our appreciation for everything that you unselfishly contributed when you didn't have to, to society, to the black community, to the world. We thank you, Harry Belafonte. Again, Harry Belafonte, civil rights activist, entertainment giant, humanitarian, died yesterday from congestive heart failure at his home in New York with his wife, Pamela, by his side. Thank you, Mr. Belafonte. Well done. 96 years old. What a life. Yes, they are featuring him right now on Good Morning America. And just to see him as a young man and, uh, I I mean, wow. He was fine. I was trying to not even go there. (laughs) Harry Belafonte, yeah, man. And, um, wow, that is that is something. That is something. quick question because you know anytime that we experience loss, whether mm-hmm. it's a loved one, whether it's employment, the bucks. As human beings, being the social human beings that we are, whenever we experience loss, sometimes people handle it a different way. Now, Telly, 
I talk to you both on the air and off the air. And I will have to say this. <laughs> I rarely, and I mean rarely, I don't even think I have before heard you swear or use a curse word. I don't. I didn't think, I was not, I was, but now, if you ask Telly Truth Nation, Denise, <laughs> I'm the third person. See, I wasn't, I wasn't going to go there. Well, no, I'm, look, so let me tell you why I'm bringing it up. Okay. Because, you know, growing up in the 80s and 90s, I was raised by my parents, and my mother's view was, like, she never curses. I've never heard my mother curse. Now, I'm, I might have heard her drop the S word, and she was really, really upset, but my mother, beautiful mother of 84 years, she does not cuss. Mm-hmm. My dad, on the other hand, he doesn't cuss that much, but his favorite word is the S word. He'll make it a noun, verb, adjective, <laughs> adverb, all that. Now, the reason why I'm bringing that up is because research, are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Research is showing that swearing or cursing or cussing, however you want to say it, mm-hmm is a sign of intelligence contrary to popular belief. Oh, wow. Well, my because mom was the most, uh, was was Einstein then because <laughs> my mom was a professional <laughs> cusser, cursor, swear, whatever you want to put it. But wow, that is yeah, interesting. So we've, been, we've been taught that using profanity, this is exactly what was instilled in me, is a sign or reflection of low intelligence. You're not that educated. You know, it's it's rude. It's crass. Why would you want to curse when you can have, you know, a rich vocabulary? You know, like you nerds who use three-syllable words in the morning? <laughs> yeah, like y'all. So this is, this is what my mother would say to me about cursing. And uh, just like your mother, I am, I am a say-hey-hey-ler once 9 o'clock hits. Mm-hmm. And... Here's the here's the interesting part. As a parent, you'll you'll think this is interesting. I think you will. My kids, who are again, I talk about them all the time. They're 25 and 28. We cuss all the time around each other. I have no problem. Mm-hmm. Now, one day, and I think I've shared this story before. I'm not sure. Stop me if I did, Telly. But one day, we had all went to my parents' house for the holidays, and Darren. And his sister, Dominique, were in, you know, one of the bedrooms. I was in the guest bedroom. My mom and dad, they were, I thought, in the family room. My mother burst open the door in the room that I was in. And she had this look on her face, the same look like the lady who looked at me in the bathroom the other day and asking, (laughs) was she in the wrong bathroom? She had that same type of look on her face. And so I'm like, Mom, what? Like, what is the problem? I thought something, I thought somebody got hurt. I thought maybe she had received some bad news. And she was like, I just heard my grandson use the most ugly word that is possible. <laughs> and I was like, mama. And so we went back and forth for a few minutes. And this is what shifted her. I said, mom, my son, your grandson, your only grandson, you will never have any more trust and believe is a young black man growing up in America. This is about three or four years ago. And I said, mama, you're not a great grandmama. You ain't never had to bail your grandson out of jail. He works. He's got his own apartment. He's got his own car. If the worst thing 
that you have to deal with is hearing Darren in the privacy of his bedroom overhear him use the F word. Mm-hmm. I think we're doing pretty good. And her response was? <sighs> well, I just don't like the word. It's so <laughs> ugly. I was like, yeah, that's what I thought. Mama. I mean, I don't. I, and the thing is, when you raise a young black man in America as a single black woman, every day you pray, Telly, literally, the anxiety, I can't describe it, of just hoping and praying that your child, your son, comes back the same way that he left. This is a type of anxiety that, that no one can describe. And Truth Nation, single black moms of young black boys, or not my son is 25 every day i am literally walking on eggshells praying text you talk about what's that app you were you said that you and your life 360 i wish i could use it you can well you know darren he'd be like mama if you don't have a seat you don't have a seat. I, I didn't say. I, I just said you could. I didn't say what the backlash was going to be. <laughs> you yeah, steal his phone not. one day and install the app. <laughs> that would be over because Darren is, is extremely private. But, yeah, I mean, you know, it's like, again, looking at Harry Belafonte, everything that he sacrificed, everything that he pushed for, and here it is as he's literally – gone he took his last breath yesterday we still fighting the same fights we still having the same conversations we still dealing with anxiety stress and anger so with all that being said i just want to remind people this if you do not use curse words profanity or swearing i get it but the whole association that it's a reflection of low intelligence or lack of education that is not the case and for me it's a form of expression (laughs) and here's let me just run down this list really quick telly okay just give me your you give me your thoughts number one people that have a good language content are good at generating a swearing vocabulary so your mom who was the og of cursing Mm -hmm. she was a very intelligent woman oh no doubt yeah 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 that wasn't she wasn't cursing because of ignorance she knew exactly what she wanted to say and how she wanted to say it. Exactly. All right, number two, check this out. Swearing is a sign of honesty. Science and research have found a link between profanity and honesty. People who curse a lot, like me and moms, lie less <laughs> on an interpersonal level. And, and I'm so agree with that because I tell people all the time, you do you never have to worry about saying Denise Thomas is two-faced. You may say Denise is loud. You may say Denise talks too much. You may say Denise is aggressive. But one thing you will never, ever say about Denise Thomas, DT, is that I talk behind people's back. I, and Telly, you know this firsthand. I will tell somebody exactly how I feel. Yes, you will. Good or bad, in your face. And sometimes swearing may be a part of that courageous conversation. Now, number three, Uh Telly, profanity improves pain tolerance. I don't know about that. Every time do a workout, use an f bomb. Look, look, come on, dude. Every time they put out these new reports and things like that, can you believe everything they say? Because every other year they tell you that wine is good for your heart. Then wine ain't good. Red wine ain't good for you. Then it's this, it's that. So like, 
everything they said can't like be 100% true. It has to be because as I'm reading this list to you and Truth Nation, it's I'm on like, the internet. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, right. It's on the internet, so it must be true. Okay, now here's the thing. Now check this out. Now this is one of the reasons why I know that this list is valid, Telly. Okay. Because I, I say this all the time to people. I'm I'm a creative. Number four says cussing is a sign of creativity. It appears to be centered in the right side of the brain. That's that's the part of the, the brain that's creative. And if if you swear a lot. It is a representation of your strong emotional content, check, check, and your sign of creativity. Now, when we come back from the break, because Telly's <laughs> processing all of this. I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm going I'm to ask Truth Nation to Telly to just express how you feel about either hearing curse words or using curse words. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on the new 1017 FM. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. That's a very interesting uh, return song there, Ben Jammin. But welcome back to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Are you looking for an opportunity to better the Milwaukee community? Do you want to develop your skills for a career or job? City Year Milwaukee is recruiting for its 14th cohort of AmeriCorps members. City Year is hiring young adults ages 18 to 25 to serve their amazing scholars in Milwaukee Public Schools. This opportunity allows you to serve your community and gain professional development which will allow you to enter the workforce, your next educational journey, or even stay with City Year for a second year of service. Visit cityyear.org to connect with your local recruiters and learn how to apply. That was like my favorite Harry Belafonte song. I mean, actually, that's the only one that I knew of Harry Belafonte. Yeah. Dale, Dale. I mean, that's all you had to say, and then the whole crowd, wherever you are, right? In. Yeah. And so many people use that song as a warm up, tune up. Like, that song will live forever. Ever, ever, ever. Yes. And speaking of longevity, if you're just tuning in, thank you so much for tuning in to DT and Telly. Truth Be Told on the new 1017 FM. We've been talking about the passing of legendary Harry Belafonte, who passed away in his home in New York at the age of 96 from congestive heart failure. Um, there's been a lot of loss this week. We're getting ready for game five tonight, and that will be literally a make or break, win or go home as part of the playoff series, NBA playoff series with Miami Heat. Aaron Rodgers is leaving. And so I was sharing with Telly that one of the ways that he can make sure that he lives a little bit longer is curse. <laughs> so I am. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, I, I am an advocate profan for profanity. And I'm going through a list with Telly. And Truth Nation, 
Our Truth Talk and text line is 833-212-1017. Now, of course, as a professional speaker, Telly, mm-hmm. I do not curse right. in public. So let, me, so let me tell you, that's the reason why well, what led me to stop cursing 23 years ago. And the oh, reason so you why- stopped. Yeah. Oh, I was okay. a big time cursor. Oh, absolutely. I mean, my mom was a cursor. And so I never did it around her, but right. I felt awfully tough when I wasn't around her and I was talking and saying those words. Oh, but yeah. uh, it was because of my career and the fear factor of not being able to turn it off because I was pretty proficient at cursing and I wasn't sure that one of those words may not slip out when I'm doing my professional job. And so I said, you know, to eliminate that, I'm just going to try and stop cursing. And it started off by trying and it just stopped. So that's my reasoning. It's not, I mean, people want to think that, oh my God, he's, he's, you know, uh, he, he thinks he's Gandhi or he's, he's trying to do this or trying to do that. No, it was, literally generated from the idea of not wanting to waste or throw everything away based off of a word. And I I agree with you. So I have mastered a discipline, a self-discipline, and I have yet to curse in any type of environment or public platform where, to your point, my career or that particular engagement could go south or be compromised however when i can (laughs) and you know this telly and 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 to know that see i am helping my brain in a way that for example there's been a lot of times where i could have chose violence and i do not condone or choose violence in any situation because I curse or I swear, it allowed me to express my emotions with words versus with physical violence. But what if those words incite physical violence? That's never happened to me because my mouth is, you know that saying, your, your bark is much worse than your bite? Yeah. Yeah. I, I have a really, really big bark. Okay. And in high school, at the time, you know, bullies were accepted you know nowadays there's no tolerance for bullies in the school even online and what do you mean exactly. no school you can't you cannot bully. <laughs> See, growing up in my generation tell you know this too oh yeah not only was bullying accepted you knew who the bullies were like okay absolutely bully. He, and you know so whenever the bullies would try to come for me i'd use my mouth and hey, it's a gift. That's why I'm making a hey, living uh, off of it now. Look, you gotta have a gift of gab in some situations. I know. I mean, growing up in East St. Louis, I never owned a gun, and I'm not the biggest guy. And so, you gotta figure out your way to get out of some situations, and may have to use your mouth if you can't exactly. use your fists. So, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, no. And it's a universal language. Like you can go pretty much anywhere in the world and curse and it's it's recognized now there are different ways of saying different words across the globe but cursing again it's it's just a way from my lens of expressing my feelings Mm -hmm. if i need to underscore 
iterate or reiterate a point. And again, science shows that it it demonstrates emotional. I can't even get it out without laughing. Efficiency. Mm-hmm. And it's a sign of creativity, which I definitely believe. And it helps you live longer. Because when you are experiencing pain, okay, I got a truth nation. Let me throw this question out to Telly. Let's see what he says. Ben, this is for you too. And we all been here. So Telly, you telling me, and Ben, you telling me that when you walk in the living room and by accident that pinky toe hits the corner of the, of the coffee table. <laughs> you telling me that you're like, oh, gosh, darn it. <laughs> you telling me that doesn't that come out of your mouth. Actually, uh-huh. you That's would be I- no. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something, <laughs> and I think now that you've been around me long enough, you're gonna know this is true. But actually, yes, that's what I do say. I you say sugar butter. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I'm yeah. Done. I'm weak telling. I'm telling you. If, if oh, you don't me, believe let me, me, let me say it one more time. Hold on, I think you heard me. When you're in your living room, family know. room and you accidentally, <laughs> with no socks on, hit the pinky toe, hit the corner of the coffee table, you telling me you're I, like, gosh, I, dog it? Uh, shoot. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm telling you. But, Ben, you don't believe, I know you don't believe me, but, uh, uh, okay. Uh, well, next time you talk or see my wife, Who's been around me for the past, uh, uh, well, let's just say a lot of years. She'll yep. tell you. Okay. Mm. So, Ben, yeah, are you, Telly, a- you You're a good man, Telly. You're a good man. Because that's not me. All right. I'm going <laughs> to let you know that now. Okay. You're going to hear a lot of mother lovers. You know what I'm saying? All right. Because uh, I, I stubbed that pinky toe. mother lovers. <laughs> I stubbed mother suckers, <laughs> mother lovers. <laughs> I'm telling one you. Year, one year I tried. So the tr- Truth Nation, our talking text line is 833. Our talk and text line is 833-212-1017. Ben and Telly, there was actually a time, I think it was right before the pandemic, that I was intentional about not cursing. So instead of saying certain words, I'd say things like sugar booger. Or fudge. Or fudge. Yep. Yeah. Sugar honey iced tea. A, sugar honey iced tea. We are going to take another break when we come back we've got some interesting topics there is a lot of recording that is coming out that for people that were originally regarded as high quality honest leaders with integrity well they've been recorded otherwise and when we come back from the break we're going to talk about some of these top leaders that are that are literally putting process in place to continue to further adversity, discrimination, and deficits in our community. When we come back, we'll talk about who those leaders are. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Truth Nation, spring has sprung. And we're going to do some spring cleaning. How about that? We've created a brand new Instagram page that we would love for you, Truth Nation, to follow to stay updated on all things truth. We'll be posting exclusive content, behind-the-scenes footage of our team, along with different things going on in the community that you should know about. We're taking out the old and bringing in the new for a fresh start 
And we want to bring you with us to this new beginning. So follow us, please, Truth Nation, on the gram at 101.7 The Truth today. Again, that's at 101.7 The Truth on Instagram. Follow us today. We have been talking about cursing. (laughs) We've been talking about the significance of loss and how that impacts. And Telly, you brought brought up a good point because I'm sure Don Lemon and and Tucker Carlson were cussing yesterday. (laughs) Yes, they were. I'm sure Giannis and Coach Bud was cussing yesterday. They weren't cursing. They were cussing. They were I'm cussing. confident. And just like I told you during the break, just because I don't verbally curse or cuss or swear doesn't mean I don't think it. I can cuss you out in my head. And and and, and you may not know, but I just may not say it out what's loud. Your, what's your what's your face when you're cussing somebody in your head? Let me look at your face like Oh, I can't that. give that away. I'm going to look normal. I'm, I, I'm just going to be looking at you like normal. I may even smile, but you just don't know. I will bleep, 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 yo, bleep, bleep, and bleep. You know what oh, I mean? This is all going on in your mind. Okay. All right. That's good to know. Well, here's the good news about me. You don't have to worry about what I'm thinking. You're going to know. You're going to know. It is tourist season again. Shout out to all the tourists because we know as bulls, this is the season of the bull. We definitely will cuss. Now, speaking of doing some stuff that you do not want others to hear or know about, Telly and Ben, as if the GOP lawmakers don't have enough on their plate trying to get rid of critical race theory, trying to remove black people from U.S. history, trying to completely demolish the historical and legendary and legacy existence of historically black college universities. They now have another mission, but this time it was caught on tape. Some of the top GOP lawyers have a 2024 strategy, y'all. Are you ready for this? Because they know that this voting demographic shows up during every presidential election. College students, college students are now at the focus, and I'll use the word target, of the top GOP lawyers as part of the 2024 strategy. A longtime Republican lawyer who aided former President Donald Trump's effort to overturn the 2020 election told GOP donors that the party, the Republican Party, should be working to roll back voting on college campuses and other initiatives aimed at expanding, which we all know that's where I registered to vote for the first time, Ballot access, voter registration, they are focusing on certain college campuses that have a huge, huge effort to support students with registering to vote. And they're like, wait a minute. Young people vote. Young people go out, they canvass, they show up at the polls, and they literally will go from their dorm to the poll, roll out of bed, vote, and go back to bed. We don't care as long as people vote. And so Republican organizations have went into some rooms. And according to the Washington Post, there was video of one of the GOP attorneys, or excuse me, audio 
from one of the GOP attorneys where they, quote, are saying, offered a window into a strategy that seems designed to reduce voter access and turnout among certain groups, including students and those who vote by mail, both of which tend to vote, you got it, Democratic. This is crazy, y'all. Yeah. They are really, and here's the thing. What happened to may the best person win? This is America. We have the right to vote whomever we decide to vote for, whether it's, you know, nonpartisan, straight Democratic ticket, straight Republican ticket, independent, whatever. We have a right to vote. And because of what the data has proven in terms of people who vote by mail or how students tend to vote, you're going to try to prevent their right? Because of because you don't want to lose because the people have spoken. All of this changed in 2016, Denise, by one person. And none of the voting, the the um, the ways you can vote, uh, uh, the machines, none of this has ever come into question until 2020. Mm-hmm. When. A certain person lost. And you President talk about Trump. this is the truth <laughs> be told. President Donald and, Trump. And, and 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 little that people want to acknowledge or remember, that same Donald Tr- Donald Trump used to be a Democrat. Oh yeah. A huge Democrat. As a matter of like, fact, donated huge. huge amounts of money to Bill Clinton. As a matter of fact, uh, during his uh, presidency and his campaign. And as a matter of fact, when he attended Bill and Hillary's wedding, they were Democrats. And now you're talking about just restricting where the only voters you want are older white people, basically. Because if you look at all the the the, the steps they are trying to take, to eliminate the black vote in states like Georgia. That's why the work that Stacey Abrams was able to do, Florida, like it is so imperative. And I mean, this conversation clearly will continue as these lawmakers continue to try to implement ways to restrict voting. We know how much you are loving this morning's conversation. If you missed any of it, remember, you can always go back and listen by downloading the Truth Be Told podcast sponsored by Gruber Law Offices on multiple platforms. The 1017 The Truth app can be found on Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. More Truth Be Told with DT and Telly after the break. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Listening to the truth be told with DT and Telly on the new 1017 FM. We're having a great morning. This is hump day. We've been talking a lot about just navigating through losses, how to deal with it, whether you're someone who uses profanity or not. <laughs> Telly doesn't. 
DT does. In my ben, head. You do, right? Yeah. Ben, ben says he definitely does. So we're going to have even more exciting topics. We're continued letting y'all know about some of these GOP lawmakers as well as Republican senators that are now being exposed for their intentional efforts to make sure that the election, the presidential election in 2020 did not take place unless President Trump won. Mm -hmm. So we'll come back. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about Tyrese. Tyrese, y'all, he's going through it. And we're going to talk about Lately, baby. Yeah, you ain't lying. He's been going through it lately, boy. He's been going through it. We're going to talk about what he's going through. And as we've been talking about Cardinal Stritch closing, obviously it's going to impact not just the students, but faculty members. Um, There's been a lot of job loss based on that. So we'll talk about that and other things. You are listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on the new 1017 FM.